Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Blue Talks. I am Corey Davison. I live in Calgary. I've lived there for the past 15 years. Uh, I moved to Canada 20 years ago, and um, I have a wonderful life. I, I have uh, my daughter is here with me today. She's 13. I have a son who's 11, and uh, I'm married to Trevor. I also have a consulting firm, and uh, life is good. It's uh, uh, I'm I'm grateful for it, and. Uh, it was not always the case. Um, although when I started my life, contrary to what some people might believe, oh, you moved from Honduras. I grew up in Tegucigalpa, Honduras. Try saying Tegucigalpa 10 times fast and you're gonna win a prize in the back here too. <laughs> but you can call it Tegus for short. When I grew up, I had a blessed life. My parents looked after me. I had both parents gave me love and they gave me everything that they didn't have. They wanted their kids to thrive. They gave us private education. Uh, that's how I learned English as well. And I was on the path to live my dream life. Right? So I had everything I needed and more than I ever wanted. And that is considered to be privileged in Honduras, right? Because uh, starting by having a loving family, right? And starting by having education, some things that we take for granted. So uh, in the path of my story, and I want to also share with you, I'm a storyteller here, so bear with me <laughs> a little bit. But one of the things I also wanted to share is that um, my purpose today is that through my personal story and how I relate to it and how it continues to the lessons I learned to reflect in my everyday life and in business, I, uh, I want you to give, to give power you know, for anyone who's overcoming challenges. So with that said, so my life was really good. I was living the dream, right? So go to school, went to business school, graduate, get the high paying corporate job. I was dreaming, living my dream life. I married my high school sweetheart, Mario Nufio. And I, I met him when I was 14. We got married 10 years later. And uh, we had dreamed about this moment our whole life. Life was really good. We both had excellent jobs and uh, we were in love and um, we were going to have kids. Uh, but then that changed. All of a sudden, I get a call. Actually, it was a beeper back in those days. And that beeper changed everything. Call home. And then I learned that my husband had been kidnapped. And not even 24 hours later, we're saying our last goodbye to him. So that was a drastic change in my life. The person that I had grown up with, who was an integral part of who I was, was gone. 
So, what follows next is not only do I have to grieve, like everybody will grieve, and I want right now to take a moment and to acknowledge the pain of grief for anyone who's grieving. Acknowledge whatever pain you might be going through because the last few years have, been, uh, have revealed that we all suffer, right? So this is, this is why I'm sharing my story. And not only did I have to grieve, I had to find out who did it. So I didn't have time to just dwell on, on my grief. I was determined. And when we look at the word determined, it's like to try to do the impossible. And as I was reflecting on the title of my presentation, it was, there was a difference in determination. Determination is, is a good thing when you wanna get something done despite all the challenges. I was determined to find out who did it. I wanted to solve the problem. And I call it the anxious determination is what happened next because I was full of fear, doubt, and more than anything, I was angry. I was angry at the world. I was angry not only at who had done this, but why had my dream been destroyed? And when you are in this state, what I remember is lack of clarity. I just had, like I was driven. During the day, I was a functional brand manager at a large automotive company. I was functional. During the evenings, I would just drink, right? It's bring on the bottle of tequila, bring on the bottle of, of uh, whiskey. That's what I liked at that time. And this is conducing also for making wrong decisions. So let me pause here. Have you been here before in any state where it's like you're reacting and you're driven by emotion and that's where the anxiety comes and you start making wrong decisions? For me, what did that look like? The drinking, I lost so much weight that I was weighing under 100 pounds. Right? I wanted to do anything that would accelerate my death. I started driving on the wrong side of the road. Right? So just things that, not the best time to make big life changing decisions, but that's okay. I have compassion for that moment because it teaches you a lesson. Where I wanted to get to, and this is the difference from moving from an anxious determination to a calm determination. So what happened was in my anxious determination to find out who did it, we found out who had done it. And I get the call from a reporter asking me, how do you feel? They've captured them. And I was speechless because I realized that that didn't do anything. It didn't bring Mario back. And so as a result, I felt this emptiness. Why, what, what comes next? And what I really wanted was to get to a place where I could find some trust again in life. My first reaction was, just give me the pills. Someone had brought me some sleeping pills to help me and I was ready to smash them and say goodbye to this world. I was like, there's no purpose in this. Like the world is messy. My country is going on a decline, although it's a beautiful country. And I wanted to find this clarity. 
So you can picture this, right? I'm like really on the floor. I'm really feeling like many times on the floor, just crying out loud. And this is something that I found in my journal from back in the days. I don't remember doing this consciously. But this marks a moment in the year 2000. I was, I wrote it down. And this is one of the things I have to thank my, my parents for was instilling me faith. And right now, I'm going to say, I'm not here to preach my faith, right? Because faith is faith, where it comes from. And in my case, I made this plea. The key thing here is I claimed it. When I look back at the words, that was exactly what I wanted. I wanted peace. I wanted, I wanted someone to take control of what I couldn't control. And it's interesting because I don't remember being at that moment where I was kind of crying for help or this is the end for me. And now I claim this, forget about it. But then I start reading through my journal and all my thoughts start changing, right? Because I claimed it, this is what I want. So if we have to go through life situations and challenges, first thing is claim your power, right? Claim what do you need? What do you want? But when you do it with such conviction, it's almost like the entire universe aligns, but it starts within you. It, starts, it started within me in this case, because nothing had changed. It was still chaotic and I was still alone. So when I reflect on over and over what this taught me, right? Because there were different steps and what happened with this particular decision to claim it was the first thing is what I did was surrender, right? And I reflect on this and if I had to put a formula or a roadmap to how to find that calm determination when you're, t when you're struggling, whether it is in life or in business, for me, this was a turning point. It happens to me all the time when I let my ego out of the way, I let it flow. So I yield to things. And that surrender might come in very different forms. It can be a cry for help. It can be write it down, right? But whatever determination, the next thing I remember is that I actually started thinking more clearly because I had kind of dropped the load, said this is not mine. And then I literally grabbed a piece of paper and drew, drew a line in the middle. And I started writing on the left side, everything that was not in my control. And then on the right side, I started writing everything that I could take control of. And this was, and aligned with that was like, what did I really want? It started giving me some clarity, right? I could not control the weather, the political climate, the social part, what other people thought of me. I started to realize that, right? But I could start taking control about other areas of my life on how I could take care of myself, where I wanted to spend my time, 
I started joining a gym, started exercising. I started, instead of um, going to the cemetery to spend my afternoons or Sundays there, I started going to church. Okay? So it's just finding different aspects of things. But writing this, and you might say sometimes it's out of your control. If what, I, what also gave me a lot of power at that time was to think that the key thing that I had control over were my thoughts. That's the one thing that nobody could take away from me. And so I had to choose from there. So I encourage anyone, and you can see my theme is writing. Writing gives me clarity, right? So taking a journal or writing it down, that, that would be one step if you're trying to find that clarity. But finding clarity and making a checklist does not mean that things are just instantly going to happen. Yes, I claimed it, I gave my power to the universe, I gave my power so that things could, that I couldn't control can work in my favor, but I also had to take action towards those things that I had control on. And it really starts with taking action. And this is one of the key messages. If, if you're gonna take anything from this conversation that we're having right now, is that you have to take action, right? You can't sit on, on things. And, and then when you're thinking about where do you wanna go, it can be really overwhelming. So just think about tiny goals. Let's put an example here. In my case, in that situation I was in, I started thinking, well, do I really wanna live here? Is this the place that I wanna raise a family? And that's where my sister lives in Ontario and she had been in Canada decades before I moved. And when I visited her, I felt such peace. And I was like, hmm, there's something here. Where I'm living, it doesn't feel, it feels normal to me, but that's not normal to live with such high stress. So many times I hear people wanna take action on something, but it's like, oh, but what about the weather? People would tell me, it's cold in Canada. Yeah, but it's safe. <laughs> and there are something called coats and parkas and so, right? And it's interesting because once I moved, just a little parenthesis here, I remember the, um, uh, at the Canadian, the Canadian consulate, um, he said to me, there's no such thing as cold. It's only being poorly dressed, right? So, so, and he said also, when it gets cold, get out, okay? So this is just a parenthesis to um, anyone who's contemplating moving uh, to Canada. And the other thing is, if I started thinking about the whole gamut of things, right? You know, what is it like to live in Canada? Well, how am I gonna make money there? Who do I know? All these things, I wouldn't take action. So you start with the first step. And the first step for me was like, fill out the application. Send it out. Actually, it was by mail at that time because email was not that big of a thing, right? Or, or online. Wait for the application paper. Fill out the next thing. Oh, you need a criminal record. Okay, send the criminal record, etc. Right? So you get my idea. So moving from tiny goals to breaking it down and not getting overwhelmed until you have to make the decision. So then you make decisions, right? So this is the part where it's like now you have to think you have choices. And you might be saying, Corey, you're not in my shoes. You have no idea, I have no choice. Remember, you can choose your thoughts and your thoughts have power. Because that's what I had to do, I had to choose 
who I wanted to spend my time with and how I wanted to spend my time. So instead of watching TV and watching the news and dwelling in bad news, I started reading books. And it was something that really nurtured me. Someone said to me at that time, the books you read and the people you meet, that's what's gonna change your life, right? That's what's gonna define your life. Through this whole situation, you also, I also felt I had to make a note of this because when change is happening, it feels uncomfortable. I'm talking, addressing a lot of different angles here, but if you're in a place of discomfort, right? Whether you are an employee who is not happy with your job, you wanna leave your job, start a business, it's not comfortable. But you wanna, I always say it's like, what's your purpose? My purpose was to fight mediocrity, right? So in my decisions, you know, it led me to, actually I, I quit my job. I had started a consulting business side hustling right before my husband had, had uh, passed away. But then I decided, I'm like, one life, I'm gonna do it my way. So I quit my job. It was a secure place to be in, and I'm super grateful for the people that provided me that job. We're still friends with them. And then I started my consulting business, and guess what? My, my former employee became my first client, right? So it was fearful, but it worked. And I started growing this consulting company, market research company, in the process as I was thinking plan B, I might move to Canada, right? So things start materializing and, I, and then I'm feeling like, okay, I got this. Life is good again, I can do this, right? And when you're in that place, take a moment here and think about the last time that you were in that place that you almost feel like you're just attracting exactly what you wanted, right? And so that is a really happy place. For me, it was also very important, and I wanna emphasize this, not feeling alone. So becoming part of a community, in my case, it was my church, right? It was um, doing more acts of volunteering as well, like finding community. And I'm gonna say that even now as an immigrant, it's like you find your people, find your tribes, because that's where you find the power. I found that, that that is so empowering in business and in life. And you're not alone, but you also get, it also gives you perspective because when I joined a community, then I could understand that I was not alone in my pain and that other people were suffering too. So, I, so we could learn from each other. Another key aspect is that when you're in this place, it's about giving back. This is not about me. I started to realize that. This was greater than me. Whatever actions I was taking, I'm here on this stage today because I decided not to stay in my story, not to live in my, in my suffering, but to make something of it and then give back. My power is my story to give back to a community. So it doesn't have to be just donations or something, but it's belonging to the community. And lastly, putting a bow on everything is gratitude. When you're in fear and in doubt, when I am in fear and in doubt, because it happens at least once a month. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? But it's like when you're in fear and doubt, when you have that imposter syndrome, when you're, you have that inner critic that is like, who do you think you are, right? Then you go back to gratitude changes that. So I wanna share this story. This is my now upon a time, okay? 
It was not the, it was not the story that I had thought about. This is a dream bigger than I ever thought. Here I am with my husband, Trevor, who I happen to have met the day that I got my immigration papers. He was living in Canada, in Honduras, sorry. He's from Edmonton, actually. And he was living in Honduras. He was working with foreign affairs. He was working on poverty reduction for Honduras, right? On programs. And I met him, my brother was my date at a, at a, a function that was with one of my clients because I decided to leave my job to start my company. And one of my clients was a Canadian company. They invited me to this function, we met there. And here we are 18 years later with our two kids. So he was also instrumental in this path because he came, when we're talking about attracting the right people in your life, he came at the right moment with the right message for me. He said, when I, I was doubtful, I was like, what am I gonna do? And I got my immigration papers and I, the only person I told was my brother and I said, don't tell our clients, don't tell the employees because they're gonna cancel contracts. I don't know if I can leave. I got, you know, things are well here. And when I met Trevor, he said, go, be selfish. It's time for you to leave. And so to finalize it, I say you, first step is claiming it. And this is really uh, a, verse, a verse from the Bible that I love because it really meant a lot to me. And then get the facts, what's in your control, what's not in your control. Remember to take action on those decisions. Spend your time in community and in gratitude as well. So be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. The good, the bad, your thoughts, etc. So I am Corey Davison. I am so grateful to be here today. Thank you for, your, for listening to my conversation with you today. I invite you, I have a gift for any female entrepreneur to visit the she-community.com because I'm starting something that doesn't exist. And it's a place where female entrepreneurs can collaborate or can find power in each other. And they can, and it's not a place just for business, it's also to find a happy, a happy healthy mental health life. So with that uh, ingratitude, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.